Right, peace, family. Assalamualaikum. It's your brother, Anthony X. We back in the building. Another episode of the Tech Building Podcast. When the devil tries to keep you down, you always show up with the strategy. Um, I hope pray everybody is doing well. As usual, I'm pretty excited for this episode. I really do like to touch on just certain topics that I think affect uh, our community um, very much in a negative way. And I, I it, typically when I think about a topic, it's kind of it has something to do with um, I want I want to say language and communication. That's that's typically one of the main um, avenues or ways that I see that relationships can be can deteriorate is with improper language use and communication. And so, um, kind of continuing on with that theme, but I I do have to take I want to I have a a small pre-subject if you will or you know what i'm saying an introductory subject that i'd like to get over really quick um because again it's something that's very very important to me i guess i'm calling it viable or admissible information i know that might sound a little bit weird but when you're when we're having a conversation with somebody or we're like especially we're, we're kind of like having a debate or kind of like it's like an argument where i'm like okay um, I don't know, it's kind of difficult to think about, but if you have a position, another person has an, uh, a position and you're presenting, you know what I'm saying? You're presenting some information. So like, let's just say a person, they really like to eat fast food and you're trying to get them to not eat fast food. And so are you trying to tell them about how unhealthy it is? By the way, we already know it's extremely unhealthy. Um, then you're like, this 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 is just an example. I, this is not an actual fact, but I know there's something along these lines that is actually true. But a person could be like, "Man, there is 2,000 calories per Big Mac. You only need to have like, man, I believe only need to have like 2,000 calories per day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, taken in. So when a person when a person presents that piece of information, a person could be like. Oh, how do you know that? You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, how, where did you get that information from? You know what I mean? So then a person will be like, well, I read it or I heard it in a lecture. I heard it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a doctor told me, you know what I mean? There are different ways that you get a piece of information. You know what I mean? So I think one of the things that really is kind of like a pet peeve for me, like at this point in time where being a member of Nation of Islam, we present certain uh, pieces of truth. Uh, well, let's just say, for an example, um, eating eating one eating eating one meal a day, or um, we're we're not we're not to fornicate, we're not to have premarital sex, or um, we believe that God is God is man and man is God. You know what I mean? Then a person would be like, "Oh, well, how how you know that? <laughs> you know what I mean?" And then when you say, well, this comes from the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, then it kind of turns into a, okay, yeah, you're just following that. You dig what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, this person told you that, and you're just blindly following that without any type of information or any type of, um, I guess, vetting of that of that information. You know what I'm saying? I guess the, I'm going to turn the information counter on this, not, this episode. <laughs> um, so... What I wanted to what I wanted to get at, what that made me think about is really, okay, so how do how do we learn? What are the ways in which we get new information 
and then we say we apply it to our let's just say our our catalog of knowledge or we apply it to our level of understanding you know what i'm saying so typically you learn something from uh, uh, i would say i would label this as like media uh so that'd be a book that'd be tv that would be you know what i mean um I mean, really, any type of any type of media in that way, like book, magazine, you know what I mean, uh, a website, social media, where you could pick up types of information. You know what I mean? Where people say, you know, you could just find out uh, how many how many eggs does a, does a frog lay in a certain time period or whatever. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, okay, that's a that's an interesting little factoid. And then you having a conversation where you and your friend you're talking about uh amphibians and you're like, oh you know what, don't you know that frogs can only lay X amount of eggs at a certain amount of time, whatever, blah blah blah. So that is a one way that a person can uh learn something. Also you learn um you learn things by like having like a teacher. So when you are in school your teacher comes in, your math teacher, or your English teacher, or whatnot, and they're showing you, they're 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 teaching you this information that you didn't know before, um, in math like geometry or calculus or anything of that nature. These people are informing you on information that you didn't know before, but it's coming. The point of what I'm saying that is because it's coming from another person's mouth. Now you don't, we don't go in, we don't go in class, or I know I didn't, and I didn't see anybody do this. And you'd be like, oh, how you know that? How you know this to be true? You know what I'm saying? Like when a teacher teaches you a new, like your ABCs, you didn't go, you didn't go to him as a five or six year old and say, well, how you know what the ABCs say? What, what, where did you, where did, who taught you what the ABCs mean? You know what I mean? So the teacher giving us the information becomes viable or in a, for the sake of conversation, or the sake of debate what you learned in that school environment you can present in a debate or from any of the forms of media you can um you can present so what i'm really trying to i guess debunk is we have to get over this whole oh you just listen to that because somebody told you that because there's no other way to learn like i said other than really the two main forms of learning because like okay we'll say facebook websites you know what i'm saying like wikipedia for example those are not let's just say for the for lack of a better term those are not reputable sources all the time you know what i'm saying google is not all the time a reputable source depending on what you're looking at you know what i'm saying like if you're looking up for definitions it's probably viable you know what i'm saying I, I would say that that's that's a viable medium but other things that could lead you down the path of some untruths. So the main ways that I feel like we can learn, we, we absorb new information is from books and from like professionals. You know what I mean? So if your doctor say this type of food got high amounts of calories in it, then it's like, okay, this is a professional. They know what they're doing or they, they've, they've studied this topic and they, they've, they're giving me this information from their, uh, from their expertise. So, like I said, one way is book. The main way I think is book. Or the other way is a person. You can't learn anything without it being taught to you. In order to learn something, and you could be self-taught. So, that would be the someone would be the individual. Like I said, i.e. reading a book. So, you cannot learn anything. You cannot get anything new into your, into your mind 
without somebody teaching it to you. We had to be taught our ABCs. We had to be taught, uh, you know what I'm saying, basic mathematics, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, and whatnot. Somebody had to sit us down, whether that be a parent, whether that be a teacher, whether that be a professional of some sort, they had to instruct us and give us that. So it's like, I'm, I'm a chef, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna close up this little uh, free subject. I'm a chef. I've been cooking for closer to 15 years than I have been to 10. You know what I'm saying? So I'll say about 15 years. So if I say to a person, this ingredient is the best for this application, a person is inclined to believe me because I've, 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 I went to school for the subject and now I've worked a good portion of my adult life in this field. So a person is more inclined to listening to my opinion than somebody else who does not necessarily have the same experience that I have. Not to say that they can't give information, but we're, I'm speaking on the, the reputation of a professional's opinion on a given subject. You're more inclined to pay that person attention or to allow that information that they give to be admissible or viable or reputable. So when we as Muslims present information, like I said in the last episode, where we say the earth is, where we're taught that the earth is six sextillion tons. Now a person be like, oh, how you know that? Now, obviously I didn't have, I don't, I don't have the capacity to weigh the earth. I don't even know how you would even go about doing that. We're taught that the earth goes, uh, revolves at the speed of, or not revolves at the speed, but travels at the speed of 1,037 miles an hour. I don't even know how you would even begin to calculate the speed of the earth. I don't even know how you would begin to do that. You know what I mean? When I was taught about um, how to eat to live, or when I was taught about man is God and God is man, these were things that I didn't know anything about. Now, we're talking about real quick. We're talking about God is man and man is God. Uh, in the beginning, there was nothing. You know what I'm saying? Then that first thing that came into creation was God a being a force and power. You can only see the way that the minister puts it. You can only see the light in your house as if when it's contained in a conduit, like a light bulb. You cannot see the manifestation of God if it's not in a vessel of a human being. Now, that's a long subject. I don't want to get into all of that. But I'm saying that we were taught these things by Allah and the person of Master Far Muhammad. You know what I mean? So he is essentially is the teacher. So when a teacher is giving you something, he passed down to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He passed that down to, I mean, a bunch of students. But, you know what I'm saying, the star student was the, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So when we are presenting information, like also to the vaccines, now there's plenty of proof to back up the vaccines. We have to be able to accept the fact that a, a person teaching something, so me learning something via word of mouth is not just a religious zombie trance walking. You know what I mean? I'm not just saying, okay... I love the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I, I worship him. I'm a slave to anything that comes out of his mouth. I'm just going to blindly follow him. No, sir. You come along and you, when you're given revelation, you go back and you study. And you say, okay, wow, I, I see how that actually uh, manifests in real life. You know what I mean? 
But we get we gotta throw away this whole oh man, you just you just listening to that person. Oh yeah, this this person taught you that, so of course you're just gonna follow that. How else do you learn? Somebody had to write the book. Whoever if a doctor goes to medical school, those were people that set up the curriculum and the and, and built the building and all of that that you went in and learned from. So all of these areas of learning, we don't learn anything unless a person passes it on down to you. You what you learn how to walk as a baby from watching other people walk. You learn how to talk from listening to other people talk. So I I want to just get rid of this whole you just blind you're a blind follower or like word of mouth teaching is inadmissible. That's it's actually not even real. You know what I'm saying? But be, I feel like this is my opinion. I feel like because certain truths are difficult to handle, we want to try to find a way to poke a hole in whatever that person is trying to say. Now, I, I could be wrong on that. You know what I'm saying? I could be checked on that. But I'm just saying that I don't like when I hear what I just uh, what I mentioned before, where it's like, yo, a person teaching me something, a person telling me something is not a viable piece of information. But if I go and I Google it, if I Google something and I'm like, oh yeah, I found this on, on uh, I found this animal fact on animalfacts.com. It must be true. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up with this. We have, we have regular books, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, my sister, my sister uh, is reading this book called, um, I forget something something dealing with child I think it's along the lines of um what do you call it mindful parenting but it has to do with the growth of child's mind. Great. What makes the information in that book trustworthy? Because in a book? Because a person, you know what I'm saying, studied the topic, maybe the person is a um an, a, a child neuroscientist. You know what I mean? They were they were given their credentials, and so that makes I mean for me that makes the book uh, a viable piece of information. But then now we come to the Quran, and it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't I don't trust who wrote that. So why where, where does why is my trust comfortable in one area and not in another? I have to be able to sit back and say, okay, then between this book and the Quran is the negative connotation of the word religion. Or the negative connotation of religion, period. The Quran is the revealed word of Allah through the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So in the in the in that book, you're learning about all different types of aspects and elements of life, but you have to be able to approach it with an open mind, like you would approach a book that you get off Amazon. The Bible's a little bit of a different story because those are they the Bible has versions. So that's not the direct word that we're getting from, you know what I'm saying, from the God. The Holy Quran in, in that way is the revealed word from the God. So it's a little bit different. But I'm just saying, without going too crazy on that, I'm just saying that we have to be mindful of our, where we say, I'm comfortable with this information and I'm not comfortable with this information. Why is that? Now, is that an emotional feeling, reason? 
I'm not a Muslim, so I'm not going to I'm not going to read that. But the person that could be that wrote the book that you're reading could be a Christian. I'm going I'm to leave that alone right there. So I just want to wrap that up by saying we have to get rid of being taught word of mouth is not admissible in the court of public opinion because the only way that we actually learn is from another person. That's the only way that we actually learn. Book, website, you know what I'm saying? Actual human being. All of these things were constructed by human beings and we would not be able to transfer information if it's not from one person to another person. All right. So getting to the real, getting to the, the actual subject for the day, um, I want to talk about uh, the very, man, this is a big, I would say, pet peeve of mine is this whole, this whole gender war thing. You know what I mean? So this might be, I might do, I might do a second part to this. So I might just break it up into two parts because it could be a longer episode, but the gender war thing, the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? The world that it is is so weird, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's so destructive that I'm just like, I'll be taken aback by it. So I, I gotta, excuse me, I gotta go to start in this lane. It starts with the, I, I won't say it starts with, because I'm not, I'm not a so-called professional. I don't have... Um, the credentials to make a, a point of that caliber. I feel that a symptom or a problem, a problematic area of the gender war is, is the language that we use. So we know on social media, the saying is, N words ain't S. You know what I'm saying? And then brothers follow that up with, B words ain't S. You know what I'm saying? I've also seen on Twitter where it'd be like black men are the weakest link. You know what I'm saying? Comments like that. Or black men are the white people of black people. Yo, uh, sentences like that, sayings like that are the most ridiculous. Like that's the one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. We are minimalizing. I'm not going to go crazy on this, but I just have to say this. You're, we're minimalizing the effect or the reality of white supremacy and conflating that with what they what they call toxic masculinity or black men being other than themselves. It's no way that a black man could be the white man of black people. That don't make sense. We don't have power in this world. We don't, we don't, like, I'm not saying we don't have power, but that we're, we're not the alphas in this world. That's, I'm not going to go any further on that because that, that could be a whole nother tangent. We have to be able to get rid of sayings like that. You know what I'm saying? And brother saying to the sisters, oh, what do you bring to the table? You know what I'm saying? All of these different kind of deconstructive kind of terms, words, you know what I'm saying? For, for me, starting with the N-words ain't S, B-words ain't S. If to a sister, I'm an N-word and as a brother to the sister, if I'm, if you're the B-word to me, I don't, I'm subconsciously not even admitting to your real value. 
or not maybe not admitting, but I'm not acknowledging your real value by looking at you like that. Then when I say that you're not you're not nothing or you're not worth anything, you know what I'm saying by saying you, you know what I'm saying you're not you're not s word. Then I'm I'm really I'm doubling down on it. Or I'm compounding that feeling where I'm like, yeah, you're not nothing to me. I look at you as nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say there's the intersectionality that I think is deconstructive of that word where it'd be like, yeah, N-words ain't S, but then you turn around and call your boyfriend, yeah, this is my N-word. Vice versa for the brother, B's ain't S, but then, yeah, nah, that's my B. So it's it's completely interchangeable. So the, the value of it is is not high. So that that's where I that's where I would begin with the language. But I also feel like under the umbrella of that, the language under the umbrella of this particular part of the problem is the perception of mainly black men's perception of the black woman. You understand what I'm saying? I would then we say also too that could be vice versa, but mainly the perception of black men to or the, the the perception of black men have on uh black women i don't think i'm saying that correctly but the perception of black men of black women is a big big issue um one of the main issues is and i'll, I'll start from the i'll start from the i would say the latter part before getting to the necessarily the meat of it we look at you know what i'm saying a sister that is maybe dressed in a in a provocative manner. You dig what I'm saying? Using language that would, is is not becoming of. You know what I'm saying? A queen. You dig what I'm saying? And we sit back and say, okay, well, that's you know what I'm saying. It is who she is. She she's the H word. She's the B word. You know what I'm saying? That's how she's behaving. That's how she's carrying herself. She's a thought. You know what I'm saying? She's out here sleeping with multiple men. She got multiple kids by multiple men. That's how she's carrying herself, so that's how I'm going to look at her. You dig what I'm saying? We're taught in the nation that regardless if a woman is not even respecting herself, we are to we are to maintain respect for her. You dig what I'm saying? From our from our mind, and that's mainly based on because this is kind of diverging into two ways. I want to touch on the root of root of these uh, of the of the particular perception issue second but i want to come to this first and it took me to be in the nation to say this so i want to just go ahead and put myself out there where i'm like why not when i was in my mid-20s you know what i'm saying early 20s i was sitting back like yo i can never be with a black woman you know what i'm saying because i'm like they got attitudes and this this and that all the typical mean things that you see brothers say about sisters now that was me you dig what i'm saying You have to be able to understand the value, one, of the woman. And I'm not even saying that I understand the value. I understand in part, thanks to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the minister. The woman being the second self of God. Person be like, okay, what's on? I don't believe in God. Okay, no problem. I want to just touch on that first. In the beginning, we're taught in the nation that God self-created himself in the triple darkness of space. Okay, and then after creating himself over a period of time, he studied himself. His first act was to study himself, 
and he and he felt loneliness, and this is all according to the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He studied himself, felt loneliness, and wanted to re and wanted to bring himself into existence a partner, so to speak. And he looked inside himself and realized there was another person within himself. And he brought out the woman. Now the 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 woman, the name. The God has so much respect for the womb of space that he came from that that played a role into the name and that also played a role into the reproductive process of babies being born in the triple darkness of the mother's womb. So when you when you realize and accept, let me not let me rephrase that. When you come into the knowledge of that and you look at the importance of the woman being a co-creator with the God, giving birth to our future. You have a different level, or I would imagine you have a different level of reverence for the woman. You dig what I'm saying? They literally bring in the future. Allah, Allah saw fit to, to use them as a co-creator of the future. You dig what I'm saying? So that automatically puts a woman on a high level of respect. You dig what I'm saying? Because that's what the God saw fit in them, one from their from her creation to then her role in the propagation of the human race. That level of respect is very high from the God, the originator. So we should have that same level of respect, regardless of how a woman sees herself or treats herself or uh behaves you know what i'm saying this is not to say to tolerate any old type of behavior come on now i hate that i have to even, even speak like that you know what i mean because i'm not mentioning the other side of it it's like oh well, tony just mean you just you could you just deal with any old thing no sir let's not be redundant or childlike uh, brother wesley calls that premature extrapolation so you're not hearing what you believe that you should be hearing to give balance to a situation. And then you say, oh, okay, yeah, all right, this brother, he just let a woman run all over him regardless. No, sir. Don't be immature. Sisters could also be, could not, could possibly also not perceive men in the proper light. And the root of that, because I'm pretty sure brothers have had bad experiences with sisters. Sisters have bad experience with brothers. You dig what I'm saying? So that that could that could jade your perception of the opposite sex. But we have to understand the root of that issue is we were born under slavery. We were born under a slave master. And we're still, so even though we were not born into direct chattel slavery, we're still born into our former slave master's world and mind. So our mind, our perception of the world is of our open enemy. That's, yo, we got, we got to accept that. I, I look at, I, I ask people sometimes and I say, have you ever thought about why you like certain things that you like? Why you like to do the certain things that you like to do? Have you ever thought about that? Why you might dislike certain ways, certain things that you dislike. 
do you believe that you just like what you like and you just don't like what you don't like because it's just natural? Your enemy does not want to see you prosper. I would say not your any enemy. You think know I'm saying that your enemy's goal, your opponent's goal, if we're playing in Street Fighter, my goal is to not allow you to beat me. My goal is to beat you. So even if we best friends, even if you know what I'm saying, we, we got a great relationship. My goal is to beat you. Somebody gotta win, somebody gotta lose. I don't want to be the loser. So when we use the term your enemy, I, I don't want it to turn into a meme or I don't want it to turn into like this buzzword, but I'm saying that this person does not want to see you have success. And the most honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that this enemy is not is going to not teach us three principles, three sciences, and that is the science of business, the science of warfare, and for most importantly for this topic, the science of mating. Excuse me. Our enemy wants to see our house divided. So not only do you do it in an overt way, you also do it in a covert way where people don't know that it's actually happening. And you do that with using what we, what, yo, because and so many things going in my mind because, yo, this enemy really studies us. We cannot, like, we don't, we cannot get this thing twisted where it's like, yo, we think that, you know what I'm saying? We just out here moving Lottie die and everything is all cool. We're, we're taught that we're in a war. And a person might look at me and say, okay, well, Brother Anthony, I walk outside every day. I mean, it ain't no bombs being dropped. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? I don't see no soldiers in fatigues walking down my walking down the street with no rifles out and whatnot. It's a it's a what they call a quiet type of war or a silent war where you're being attacked on many different levels and you don't even know it. We are being attacked, you know what I'm saying? So the science of mating that we don't that we don't understand it, uh, it affects or it has affected our perception of each other. And the root of that is the design of that is is we're meant to be destructive of our own home. You dig what I'm saying? We're not to come together. We're not to look at ourselves with the proper eyesight. And that's why I go back to the language because every time that I use a certain type of language, I'm subconsciously reinforcing that principle that was instilled in me. You dig what I'm saying? So I would just, I would ask us to go back and study what we like, what we do and what we say, what we eat, what all those kind of things and say, man, why do I like these kind of things? Why don't I like these other kind of things? And in reference to or in relationship to the perception of the black man and the black woman, black men, we have to look at our woman for who that she is. And she's the second self of God. She's a co-creator with the God, bringing in the future. And sisters, vice versa, you're the mother of civilization. The brother is the father of civilization. 
So we should be carrying ourselves with that level of respect. We should be looking at each other with that level of respect. If I'm a, if I'm a father of civilization, I'm not carrying myself in a certain kind of way. If I'm a king or if I'm a whatnot, I'm not carrying myself in a certain kind of way. So our perception starts with how we were taught and the world that we were raised in. And we know that this world is raised diametrically opposed to our success. And at the root of that, at the root of the nation is family. So at the root of that, our enemy has attacked our mindsets when it comes to our how we interact as far as mating is concerned. We don't know the science of mating. Okay. So moving on. And all right, so brothers, don't again, I don't they what they call them like simps and all that. You know what I mean? I hope I don't get put in that category, but Allah is the best knower. I'm not mad. Uh people are gonna take things how they take things regardless. So the responsibility of the man, okay? The responsibility of the man in a relationship. Now, we I got I got to say this. I got to qualify this first. Let me take a drink of water. The hierarchy, when I say this, in the hierarchy of the home, it goes for this part of the conversation. Man, woman, child. This is not to say that the woman and the child are slaves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, let's not be childish. <laughs> In the beginning, we're taught that the God, man, created himself in triple darkness. One atom at a time. Then he created the woman. And then subsequently, the woman has a child. So the order of the home, the man is the leader. The woman follows the man. And the, obviously, the child follows the, the mother. The mother is the first teacher. Okay? So I want to get into, as I'm getting into the responsibility of the man, I want to get into a few definitions. Well, just one definition for right now. And that definition will be leader. Leader as a noun, according to Google, uh, definitions from Oxford languages, it reads, the person who leads or commands a group, organization, and country, okay? Synonyms of that word read chief, head, principal, boss, commander, captain controller director overseer you dig what i'm saying i'm not gonna read all of them there's a ton they even have numero uno <laughs> on there <laughs> um so and i also want to follow that up one, one, one more quick definition and that would be responsibility as a noun, it reads, the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control 
over someone. So the responsibility of the man, the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone, you have a duty to deal with one, your home, i.e. bills, things of that nature. And you have control over the people in your home, wife and the children. You are the leader. We're taught in the Quran that the man is to be the maintainer of women. So if your woman is maintaining you, as I've heard the minister say, the house is not going to be balanced. The minister asked the sister as he was, as he was teaching, he said, Sisters, how many, how many of you can say you can truly love a man that you're maintaining? I mean, the sisters, they was bearing witness. They was like, no, sir, I can't do that. You dig what I'm saying? It's not in their nature to do that. That's another element that we have to really understand and study is the nature of things. The nature of the black man, the nature of the woman, the nature of the white man. You dig what I'm saying? Naturally, brothers, we are leaders, and that has to do with our biochemistry. I don't want this to be like a three-hour talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But our drive for power is a biochemical principle, if you will, of our creation. Women don't have the same biochemical construction as men. They don't have the desire or the drive for power because that's not their nature. That's not their design. So the responsibility of the man is to be the maintainer of the woman, paying the bills, making sure she's got proper clothes and you know what I'm saying things of that nature, making sure the house has food in it to be prepared. You dig what I'm saying? And the sister, the sister has her roles in the home. Making sure it is a home and not just a house. Making sure the kids are being raised appropriately. You dig what I'm saying? So, brothers, we have to understand our responsibility to the woman and to the home. And this is really a big reason why we don't believe in boyfriend and girlfriend in the nation. We don't believe in, we're, we're forbidden uh, to fornicate in the nation because as a brother is... That's what you got a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? And this is no disrespect to any of my brothers that, that got girlfriends and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But this is the, we're, we're, we're dealing with root causes. You dig what I'm saying? You got a girlfriend. You could be committed. You could be, you could be, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with one woman. I'm trying to do what I got to do. I'm trying to just, you know what I'm saying? Handle my business. But it doesn't come with the level of commitment of being married you got a girlfriend you could you know what I'm saying one day you know what I'm saying you walk in the house the house not clean all right I'm up out of here <laughs> I'm I'm good dig what I'm saying it doesn't come with the same level of responsibility as it does when you're in a marriage the marriage is a commitment the marriage comes with the responsibility the minister said one time because we separate the brothers and sisters uh, in the mosque for, for specific reasons, mainly dealing with the nature of man and woman. 
And he's like, brothers, if you're not ready for responsibility, don't even look on the other side of the, of the mosque. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? And so that really is just like a woman is not to be played with. And when we're doing our girlfriend thing, we're doing our boyfriend thing. I've, I've seen sisters now where they, where they don't call the brothers, you know what I'm saying, they man or whatnot. They're like, yeah, this is my option. Yeah, I was on the phone with my option the other day. You dig what I'm saying? The language, man. Language is so, is so important. But we have to be able to deal with, so brothers, we have to be able to understand that we not, the black woman is really not to be played around with. And when you're, and when you're in a relationship with a sister, inshallah, God willing, you are to be the maintainer of that woman. So if you're not you in the home and you're not maintaining the woman, you might have problems. So we have to understand our role as the leader in the house. You dig what I mean? And in the house also means I'm saying the relationship. We are the head. We are the leader. We have to have, and this goes into my next point, we have to have a plan. We have to have a direction. Sister's not gonna follow a brother, you know what I'm saying, to do nothing. <laughs> She's not that's why the word submissive is such a um I would say mm, I would say it's a touchy, touchy type of uh subject matter because a sister is not designed to submit to ignorance as the minister teach. She not going to follow you. The woman's nature is to be a helpmeet, M-E-E-T, not M-E-A-T. She's to be a helpmeet and a brother who has a mission, who has a job, who's on his, on his dean. She not, she not there to submit to ignorance. Ministers say, if, you, if you're going to be with a sister, you have to have wisdom. You can't lead a woman in ignorance. She's not going to submit to that. Okay. So th this leads to my next point and we're getting ready to wrap it up. I want to oh, I want to touch on this this one last subject. I'm not going to read from the book because it's a lot of technical terms. I don't want to I don't want to get it off into the wrong lane, but this is very important. In the Quran we're taught that the male is not like the female and the female is not like the male. Okay? So even though we're both human beings, we've got heads, we've got ears, we've got noses and whatnot, our natures and our designs are not the same. So we cannot look at this one kind of things that annoy me about, um, I guess, the social media sphere, if you will, about how we look at, how we try to equalize, oh, well, if a man could do this and a woman could do this, oh, well, if a woman could do this and a man could do this. Oh, why can't, why can't a man do this if a woman can do this? No, sir. We're not, we're literally, our brain chemistry, our brain biochemistry is not the same. Our bodies are built differently. Hormones and our, like, and our biochemistry react and make our bodies different. Physically speaking. Cognitively, brain blood flow is different in certain areas 
for men than it is for women. We're not the same. So looking at, oh, well, oh, well, Tone, I did this because my wife did this. No, sir. We cannot, we cannot equate these things. You know what I'm saying? We have to understand our nature. We have to understand our biochemistry. And we also have to understand our partners, the same thing for our partner. You dig what I'm saying? Because those kind of things, without doing your doing the knowledge, doing the research, understanding the science, again, the science of mating, without understanding that, you're going to have problems. A person, I guess, would be like, well, Brother Anthony, are you, are you in a relationship? Are you married? No, sir, I'm not. Because I understand that being married is a big responsibility. And I want to make sure that I'm prepared. I want my wife to live in a certain kind of way. I want to, I want to do as the Quran says and be the maintainer of my wife. She don't got to pay for nothing. So I got, I got to get myself together. Praise be to Allah. Moving on. So this is, again, very important. The... The reason why, so when, when you say a man has to have direction, a man has to have a plan. The man has to be rooted in something. The man also has to submit. And that submission has to be to God. Now you could be Christian, you could be, you know I'm saying, Buddhist or whomever, whatever you want to do. But that part of it, if God is not a part of your household, might have a little couple problems. And like I said, this could be in any in whatever form that you feel is appropriate to practice. But if the man is not led by God, or if the man is not being led by his higher self, his higher spiritual self, then the home is then the home doesn't have its proper direction. So the, the 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 true hierarchy of the home is God first. The man submits his will to do the will of God, or spirituality, or whomever you want to say. And then the woman follows suit to that, and the child follows suit to that. So brothers, if you are out here and you think that <laughs> you're the you're the supreme being, you don't need to submit to anybody. You don't need to follow anybody else's will but your own. I mean, God's going to show you. That's why I ask people, I'll be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Did you get birth to yourself? How'd you get here? We call life a gift. If you didn't give yourself the gift of life, you know what I'm saying? You didn't gift yourself life, then you that should be humbling. I mean, let me, let me take a step back. I didn't create myself. I mean, we're taught that the, it took the God six trillion years to uh, perfect this form that we see today. And when you really look at the mastery of the human body, you know what I'm saying, brain, I mean, the gastrointestinal tract, you know what I'm saying, certain automations that happen in the body, you're like, man, this is a great creation. Thank you, God. I, I, I appreciate that. That's humbling. So whatever way that you want to practice your 
spirituality or your religion in or, or dealing with God or dealing with your higher self. That's an integral part of being a leader. It's an integral part of fulfilling your responsibility to your your family, your 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 girlfriend or your wife or whomever it may be. You dig what I'm saying? Excuse me. The the minister teaches on love is duty. Now we think of love as you know I mean this intense feeling that we have. Oh man, I I love this sister. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, oh, I'm so in love. You dig what I'm saying? That's another reason for the non-premarital uh, sex because the sex becomes a blinding agent in your decision-making. So you're like, oh, man, I, I love this person. You go home, you know what I'm saying? You have sex with a person. Oh, yeah, man, I, I love this person. So one of the things that cracks me up in, the, um, in, like, in like movies and TV shows where like you see a brother or sister get together and so to like, they might be like dating or whatever. But to like consummate their, or to let people know, say, okay, yeah, all right, this this is my man, or this is my girl now. They have sex. Then it's like, okay, yeah, now now we together now, yeah. I, we done we done laid down. We've been kind of chit chatting a little bit. Now we go to bed together. Now it's like, okay, cool. That has a detrimental effect on your judgment. And it's certain man, look, it, yo, this. This topic is very, very heavy. You could you could teach on this subject. You could talk about this subject for a long time. I'm trying to keep it concise. But it has a it has a detrimental effect on the nature of both individuals when you have premarital sex. <laughs> My bro said the other day, he was like, <laughs> he was talking about something else. And he was just like, if I decide to fornicate with a white woman. I mean, I'll try it. I just thought it was funny how he said it. You know what I'm saying? It was just hilarious how he said it. But I'm just like, we, we look at the word fornicate. The reason I even said this is because like, we look at the word fornicate. It's like, it's like a buzzword. That's why if I walk up to you and I say, peace, brother, or you know what I'm saying? I use the words like fornicate or I use, you know what I'm saying, uh, these types of words, it sends off like a trigger in your mind. It's like, okay, yeah, this is one of those. It's one of those type people. Where we we, we kind of ignore the reality of what the words mean. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. The brother, the man of the home has to have direction. You have to be doing something. And so a brother might listen to this podcast and say, oh, well, Tony, you just, you going in on the brother's like, well, what, is, what does the woman have to do? Well, as I'm taught in the nation, the, the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the work of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad is dealing 75% with the woman. You dig what I'm saying? 25% dealing with the man. You dig what I'm saying? But for me, my perspective, as a brother to another brother or to my brothers, we have to understand the need for discipline. The need for submission to the will of God. Well, before the submission, the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God, the knowledge of self, and the knowledge of our enemy. We, we, we got to have that. So for my brothers out there that's not, you know what I'm saying, particularly religious or spiritual or whatnot. Excuse me. 
when we're sitting down and we're having these conversations with sisters, we have to understand ourselves, knowledge of self. We have to know what our flaws are, what where we fall short at. You know what I mean? We have to be able to understand that. Even before we even get to the table to talk about, well, this is not doing this right or this is not doing this type of thing right. You dig what I'm saying? Yes, women have responsibility. Women have roles. Women have things that they need to be doing as well in a relationship. But I feel as a man, as a brother, I feel that there are definitely a lot of things that we need to check in our on our side of the court first. Being leaders. When you're the leader, you don't go to the, you know what I'm saying, when you're the quarterback and you lose, you don't blame it on someone on another, you know what I'm saying, wide receivers or the old line or whatever. You take the responsibility. That's what being a leader is. Now, that don't say your O-line can't, you know what I'm saying, if they trash, they don't deserve to any blame and all that, you know what I'm saying? No, sir, I'm not saying that. But we have to check our background to me first. And then when we go to the table, then it's like, okay. Now we're having a dialogue. Now we're having an open, open dialogue. And from what I've been taught in the nation, when a brother is being of himself and he is... um acting in accord with his nature and I, I just bear witness to this the woman not she can't help herself but to follow the man and I challenge any brother that is in a relationship with a, with a woman try it out be the maintainer be a, be a hard worker be led by something have a plan have a goal work towards that goal watch what happens it's in the design of the woman to follow the man so that's how we get, that's how we gain control again of our situation by regulating and checking ourselves. There was a lot more I wanted to get to <laughs> in, in this episode, you know what I mean? But I, I want us to just understand um, really the responsibility of man, what our role really is. And I think it really starts with our perception of the woman. And really our perception, too, of ourselves. Um, two books that I really would recommend, and I, I, I mean, to me, I mean, outside of the Quran, so everybody not uh, religious, whatever. Why you got to be religious to read a book? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, like, that. These, these little things, like, these little things that keep us away from gaining knowledge. We got to knock these walls down. Anyway. Two books that I feel like are must-reads. One is, or well, it's really a series. So the, the first book, these are both by our brother, Dr. Wesley Muhammad. Oh, so I don't, don't want to read no book by no man named Muhammad. Okay, bro. Okay. You want a you want thousand dollars or you want a hundred dollars? If your job was sitting back and it was offering you, they said, okay, brother so-and-so, we could pay you a five hundred thousand dollar salary. Or we could pay you a $50,000 salary. Which one are you going to pick? The answer is pretty obvious. But the reason for you asking that, me to ask that question is, the principle, why are you accepting the higher amount of money? That answer is also pretty obvious. So if knowledge is power, right? And we know from the locks, uh, it's money, power, respect, right? So... Knowledge equals power. And the more power that I have, 
uh, that that's that's fulfilling my nature. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's something that I want to do. I have power. I have dominion over my, you know what I'm saying? Area, my land, whatever the case may be. So power, knowledge is one of the, the highest forms of currency that we could have as people. So why, if I'm offering a, like I'm offering a, a, a piece of literature, why would you turn down the, that potential power? Why would you turn down the $500,000 bag for the $50,000 bag? That don't make sense to me. Why not gain the knowledge? Because you're like, well, yeah, I'll take, I'll take the fifty thousand because I don't, I don't like the boss of the five hundred thousand uh, dollar location. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the way the boss he be acting like. What? I don't, I don't like, I don't like the cover of the book, so I'm not gonna, no, sir, I'm not gonna read that. What? We gotta knock these things down, man. We gotta knock these things down. And the reason why I said the not money, power, respect from the locks is because the more knowledge you have, the more money you have. If I go, if I go and work in a restaurant, I make X amount, I go to culinary school, graduate with, with a degree, then I'm automatically making a certain amount of money. I'm not working for X amount of money that I was before. So the knowledge is the true currency. The more knowledge I have, the more money I make. The more money I make, the more power I have. And so on. So we have to be able to get the knowledge. Brothers. <laughs> anyway. So the two books I recommend. Is Understanding the Assault on the Black Man. Black Manhood and Black Masculinity. By Brother Dr. Wesley Muhammad. This is a scientific read. It's not religious or dogmatic. Oh my goodness. Religion and dogma dogmatic talk. I don't. Come on man. Stop being childish. <laughs> Then also is the, it's part two of the book. Uh, it's called The Pot Plot. It's Understanding the Assault, part two. This brother goes in and really, I mean, it's a, it's a slew of, I don't think that's a good word, is a plethora of great information about how our enemy attacks us very subliminally, very quietly, where we don't even know our very God hormone, testosterone, it, that's the words brother use is being attacked by our enemy must 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 reads gotta read that okay so family i greatly appreciate your time um i, I salute anybody that stuck around this long i greatly appreciate um everyone that supports tech building podcast um like i said i have some things in the works uh the new youtube name is tech building network I'm looking to produce a cooking show and a whole bunch of other things that I want to bring to um, bring to the platform. So follow me on Twitter at Tech Building Pod, or you can uh, find me on YouTube um, at Tech Building Network. Uh, this podcast also on Spotify and I believe Apple Podcasts and a couple other different types of um, platforms. I'm really trying to build up my YouTube. You know what I mean? I feel like YouTube is something I really like to and. Uh, to be on i like to interact on youtube a lot i can't live without the premium <laughs> so family man i appreciate everybody's time um let me know what you what you think about this topic gender wars i mean it i could have spent another hour <laughs> going in on the different elements of what i feel like could have been covered but i feel like this was good enough 
uh, to start. You know what I mean? And so um, I pray everybody has a great rest of the day. Thank you so much for the support. And man, may Allah continue to bless you all. Assalamu alaikum. Peace.